Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's Talk and Golf with Ann Ligori on the fan. Sports Radio 1019 FM and Sports Radio 66 WFAN and WFAN FM New York. Well, good morning and welcome to Talking Golf with Ann Ligori on this Sunday morning, July 30th. How are we doing this morning? Gorgeous day. Cooler temps. Lower humidity, perfect day for golf. And I'm just back from a golf trip to Ireland. Talking Golf with Allegoria is brought to you by IB Cool Luxury Athleisure Apparel for men and women featuring the exclusive Iceville cooling technology along with UPF 50 plus sun protection. Visit IBKUL.com to learn more. Woof, and I just got back yesterday, five days in Ireland. And on this trip, uh, we focused on playing golf around the southeast of, of Dublin, southeast Ireland, the outskirts of Dublin, points south and uh, southeast. And, you know, I normally divide Irish golf into a couple different regions, southeast, southwest, northwest, and north. And each region offers a variety of top links golf experiences and parkland courses as well. And the terrain varies in each region. But, you know, the constant is the quality of the golf and the hospitality of the Irish in welcoming Americans and ensuring that our visit is as wonderful as it possibly can be. And, you know, when people ask me, you know, what is my favorite golf course? I usually answer, Ireland is my favorite golf course. Um, You know, there are so many great golf experiences in the Emerald Isle. It is very difficult to pick just one or two or three, so I say golfing in Ireland is my favorite. And uh, this morning, we'll talk with Alison Metcalf, who is a vice president, Tourism Ireland, about all the championships that will be played in Ireland in the coming months and years. A lot going on there. We'll talk about why there are so many top professionals that come from this small country. And we'll also uh, look at the best way to plan a golf trip there. And then we'll visit with Tiernan Byrne of Club Choice Ireland, who focuses on trips in the southeast of Ireland. He can plan trips all over and help you, but uh, he'll give us some details on courses to play and then some of the sightseeing in the southeast that is worth doing. And yes, please, if you go over there, definitely leave some time to do some sightseeing because there's so much to see. And uh, yeah, I mean, I left last Sunday, came back Saturday, and our trip started playing Royal Dublin, which is the oldest Lynx course 
in Ireland, founded in 1885. And I enjoyed this very much. It's very manageable. The greens were mostly flat, very fair. The course, they don't have the high dunes that dot many of the Lynx courses that you'll see in the west and northwest of Ireland, but we just had a beautiful day there. There wasn't too much wind, thank goodness. And uh, if you love golf history, touring the clubhouse at Royal Dublin is a must. You can spend hours in this clubhouse. You see photographs and all kinds of history there about the club. The British Army used it as a base during World War One. And uh, the member that I played with there, Barry Dillon, he showed us a bunker that is still on the course that the British Army used. And after the war, the British Army actually gave the club 10,000 pounds, which was a ton of money back then. And in 1920, uh, famed architect Harry Colt designed the layout that is used to this day. And um, there's just a lot of memorabilia there on the legendary Irish golfer Christy O'Connor, who was their club professional and who represented Great Britain and Ireland on 10 straight Ryder Cup teams. So it's just a real treat to walk around that club and to play that course. And then on Tuesday, we played the K Club, which is south of Dublin in the county of Kildare. And I was there back in 2006 to cover the Ryder Cup, which um, the European team dominated that year. It was just a mud fest, I remember. Rainy, muddy most of the week back then. But this past Tuesday, we had a great day. The sun was out. It was absolutely beautiful. The DP World Tour, they had a press conference to preview the Irish Open, which will be held there September 6th and 9th. Rory McIlroy will be playing in it this year. Another Irishman, Seamus Power, will also be playing. Uh, Seamus, you've seen, uh, he's had a, a, a good couple years. He's ranked 52 in the world now, and he was on hand at the press conference to talk about the Irish Open, and I asked him a few questions about it. Talk about the Irish Open. Have you played the K-Club before? I have. I have not, I've not played an Irish Open here, but I've played the K-Club lots, yeah. I mean, it's just such an iconic venue in Ireland that you're, you're going to play it any chance you get. And I've been able to play a different Irish Open, so to combine that and the, and the venue here, it's going to be a special event here in six weeks' time. Arnold Palmer design, not a Lynx course, no. but uh, very special. It's, I remember being here in 2006 for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't here for it, but I remember watching. It wasn't the best weather that week, but yeah, I mean, it was, it's just an amazing venue, incredible finish. You saw Rory here in the Irish Open in 16, hitting some amazing shots, and obviously the Ryder Cup stuff. And, and there's been so many big events here over the year. It's, it's just a, one of those venues that's made to host big tournaments, and it's going to be another one coming up. And I understand Rory McIlroy is going to play this year in the Irish Open. He is, yeah. So it, I guess technically he's kind of defending champ at this course, so I think it'll be cool. Yeah, I mean, I look, Rory is... He's the biggest, might be the biggest name in world golf, but he's certainly the biggest in Irish golf. And to have him here is going to be so special. And, you know, an opportunity for Irish fans to see him in person. It's, if anyone who hasn't seen him hit a ball in person, it's absolutely, it's breathtaking, to be honest, even for another pro. But, yeah, it's going to be great to have him here. It just, it, it means so much. It changes the whole scope of the tournament. And I, I think, uh, yeah, he's probably going to fancy his chances around here again. I like the K-Club very much. It's an Arnold Palmer design, as you heard. But, uh, you know, when I go to Ireland, I truly prefer to play Lynx courses. Lynx courses, to me, is what Irish golf is all about. And I can't get enough of playing Lynx courses. Certainly the wind and the weather come into play more often than not. But the ball hits the ground hard, keeps rolling. You have to know just where to land the ball to avoid all the pot bunkers. And you have to know that uh, bump and run shot. Use that as your approach to the greens. 
obviously avoid the dunes and uh, try to keep it down the middle, but it's normally just breathtaking. It's, it's beautiful because you're playing along the ocean or the Irish Sea. It's very inspirational golf to me, and I, I play some of my best golf on Lynx courses. So after that, we uh, visited the European Club, which is extraordinary. And the owner and designer of the course is the same guy, a former top sports writer in Ireland, Pat Ruddy. And Pat is just full of wonderful stories and poetry. He's so well-read. He loves to share his passion for the game and for the game's history with everyone who comes into the, the club. And he has a library at this course with over 7,500 golf books in it. And, uh, you know, I think he's in his 80s now, and he is as lovely and as talkative as ever. And uh, we'll be talking more about uh, the European Club in the 840 segment. But it's a difficult layout because of the narrow fairways and the high dunes that outline many of the holes. But as Pat loves to say, piddle, piddle down the middle, and you'll have no trouble at all. The greens are perfect. It's just a pleasure to play the European Club and to visit with the great Pat Ruddy. Uh, Rory McIlroy, he won an amateur event there when he was 16. Tiger has been there. In fact, Tiger, I believe, still has a course record there. He shot a 67 years ago. Padre Carrington has been there to prepare to play in the Open Championship, and it certainly helped as Padre, as you know, won back-to-back Open Championships in 2007 and 2008. Um, just a really fun golf course to play. And uh, we also played Rosselaire Golf Club. That's a Lynx course in the sunny southeast, and it's truly one of those hidden gems in Ireland. It was founded in 1905, and um, Brian Hall, a member there, was my partner. Excellent player. I got quite lucky to have him as my partner. He had four birdies that day. And then afterward, we were treated to just a wonderful lunch by the members. And um, as I mentioned, that's one of the best parts of these trips to Ireland. The Irish are always so happy to welcome us, and their hospitality is second to none. All right, so we'll talk about uh, these different courses and Ireland as a whole as an incredible golf destination. In a few minutes, we'll get into it more. But um, some of the top sports stories, golf stories this week, uh, PGA Tour Commissioner Jay Monahan, he's back in the office after being out for over a month with an undisclosed illness, which occurred about a week after the announcement on June 6th that the tour is partnering with the Saudi Public Investment Fund, which backs Live Golf. Uh, Monaghan sent a memo to the tour players that the tour is working on a player benefit program that would reward the players who were loyal to the PJ Tour and who did not jump over to live golf. Um, there are no details to share as of yet about how the players will be compensated and when. It all depends on the agreement being approved. But in the memo, uh, Monaghan said the financial compensation to the players who remained loyal to the PJ Tour would be financially significant. He also said that the tour has organized a task force that would create potential pathways back to the PJ Tour for live players who wish to reapply in the future. Here's my opinion on all this. I can't see players who are well compensated on live, and all of them are, really wanting to come back to the PJ Tour unless, and here's the, here's the biggest part, unless live ceases to exist and the PJ Tour and the reps from the Saudi Public Investment Fund, who would be the majority investor, come up with another league as part of their partnership. And I think ultimately, my opinion, live will go away and whatever is created with the new company that the PJ Tour and the Saudi PIF are partnering on will be created so that the PJ Tour 
is in control and ensures that it is done their way. That's just my opinion. Um, it was also announced this week that the task force that would create pathways back to the PJ Tour for Live Golfers will be headed by Andy Patster, the PJ Tour Chief Tournaments and Competitions Officer, along with Jason Gore, Chief Player Officer, and Nera Shetty, the Executive VP and Vice Counsel. They also appointed uh, Colin Neville of the RAIN Group, it's R-A-I-N-E Group, he uh, will be the third-party special advisor who will be somewhat of a liaison between the tour and the players as it pertains to communications during what Jay Monahan said was, in quote, complicated and time-sensitive negotiation with PIF, end quote. Uh, Colin Neville led the effort a few years ago for a rival golf league called the Premier Golf League, which the PJ Tour turned down. And... Uh, <clears throat> Okay, here's my opinion again on this. This appointment tells me that the PJ Tour, in this new partnership with the Saudis, in that entity that they termed NUCO, would come up with their own league and that they perhaps are using Colin Neville to organize that effort or at least, you know, hear his ideas. And uh, the guy who came to them, he was the guy who came to them with the Premier Golf League idea back in 2020. It's been... Uh, my understanding that Jay Monahan has always disliked Live Golf. And it's my opinion that the PJ Tour will eventually do away with Live and come up with something else, which could be somewhat similar. But anyway, that's me reading between the lines of what all these news stories are all about this past, that came out this past week. They also announced the PJ Tour that they will not support the USGA and RNA ball rollback that. Uh, those two governing bodies proposed earlier this year. The ball would decrease the distance for elite players. That's what this ball rule bag, it's called, actually called the model local rule. And this new ball still could be used perhaps in various major championships if, if you know they approve it. But the USGA and the RNA basically are getting feedback during this period until August. And if the new rule is implemented, it would go into effect in 2026. In my opinion, I think a rolled back version of a golf ball it doesn't work. I don't understand why would you change the ball. Most of the players are against the idea. I don't see that it would make a big difference And using different balls in tour events versus major championships, I think, would be difficult to regulate. And I don't know how effective that would be. So I was never really crazy about that idea. And in other news, Senator Ron Wyden, the Democrat from Oregon and also the chair of the Senate Finance Committee, he introduced two bills this past week, basically pushing to end tax breaks for sports organizations with assets exceeding $500 million and ending tax breaks to funds from countries that have more than $100 billion invested globally. Overall, I am f- in favor of this, but uh, we'll talk about it more in future shows. I, I don't know why all these uh, wealthy organizations would be tax-free. All right, final round this afternoon at the 3M Open in the Twin Cities. You have Lee Hodges. He shot a 566 yesterday. He's at 20 under. He has a five-shot lead over JT uh, Poston. Uh, Justin Thomas did not make the cut. He entered this tournament hoping to play well enough to qualify for that FedEx Cup playoffs and play well enough to get a captain's pick for the Ryder Cup team. But it's his fifth missed cut in his last Seven starts. He is currently 14th in the Ryder Cup standings. Uh, Fred Couples, who is a vice captain for the U.S. Ryder Cup team, he said that Max Homa, Cameron Young, and Jordan Spieth are locks for captain's picks. 
that would be three of the six captain's picks. The other six, the other top six players will qualify point-wise. They're automatically in. And point-wise, you have Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon is third, thanks to his Open Championship win last Sunday. You have Brooks Kapka is fourth right now. Xander, Xander Shoffley is fifth. And Patrick Cantley is sixth. The top six on the points list after the BMW Championship will earn spots on the U.S. roster. So it will be interesting to see if... Justin Thomas will ha- get a captain's pick. Uh, he's been slumping big time. The Evian Championship, and you have Celine Boutier. She had carded a 467 to maintain her Friday lead. Uh, at 11 under, she leads NASA Hatioka by three heading into today's final round. And they're actual, actually playing right now. The final round is underway, and she is 200 through four holes. I looked a few minutes ago, and at 13 under overall, Boutier leads Hatioka by four shots now. All right, we're going to take a quick break, come back, talk Irish golf with Allison Metcalf, VP Tourism Ireland. But first, let me tell you that IB Cole Luxury Athleisure Wear for both men and women offers the highest performance-driven apparel to look and feel your best on and off the course. IB Cole offers multifunctional, intelligent, moisture sensor fabrics featuring the exclusive Iceville technology that cools your skin up to 5 degrees so you can stay cool, comfortable, and odor-free on hot and humid days. Ivy Cool Apparel also features UPF 50 Plus sun protection, colorful, stylish, ultra-soft fabrics with the latest technology to protect your skin. Look and feel your best. Learn more at IBKUL.com. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Talking Golf with Ann Liguori on The Fan. Welcome back to Talking Golf. Glad you can join us. Beautiful Sunday morning. And uh, joining me right now to talk about Ireland, the most special golf destination, is Alison Metcalf of Tourism Ireland. Welcome to the show, Alison. Thanks, Ann. Always great to be with you. It's always great to connect with Alison Metcalf and Ireland has become such a popular golf destination, and 
In my opinion, there are many reasons for this, one being that one-third of the world's Lynx courses are in Ireland, and, and that's an amazing statistic given that Ireland is not that big of a country, Allison. That's right. I mean, we have 400 golf courses around the island, but to have that kind of, you know, one-third of the world's Lynx courses, and of course, that's what Americans love to travel for, um, that they are unique, and, and I think it's something that's very special. And each region has lots to offer and lots of diversity in each region. Um, when you're suggesting places, you know, to visit in Ireland, how, how does one put together a golf trip? Because there's such an abundance of, um, you know, riches there as far as parkland courses and links courses. What's, what's the strategy? What should the strategy be in planning a trip, do you think? Well, yeah, well, I guess it depends whether, you you know, it's a first-time visit or it's a second-time visit. But I think a good strategy is always do your research and engage the services of a, a golf, a specialist golf tour operator because um, they can really save you a lot of time. They can uh, take care of everything for you, your tea times, your accommodation, your transportation. But when planning a trip, um, I think it's important not to try and sort of do the whole country too because people look at the island of Ireland and they think, oh, it's not that big. But from a golfing perspective, it really divides quite nicely into sort of four regions. You know, so you might, if you're flying into Shannon, you might look at a, a golfing itinerary around the southwest. Um, and or you might come up to the northwest. You've got the southwest, the northwest, and on Dublin, then you can access obviously Northern Ireland or the southeast. Um, so try try and sort of focus in on one or two regions because that way you'll you'll get to experience some of the best signature courses, but you'll also get access to some of the um, the, more, the, the the more hidden gems. So obviously some of those golf courses that are you know really sort of popular with Americans, obviously like Bally Bunyan from the signature courses, the Hinch, Waterville. Um, certainly in the southwest, and then in Dublin area, you've got Port Monarch and the K Club. And what's becoming increasingly popular, and there's fantastic golf up in the northwest as well, and often less discovered for a second-time visitor. So think about some of those courses in Donegal. Um, think about, you know, Carn in County Mayo and Escrone in Sligo. There's some fabulous golf up in Donegal, Ross Penna, the new St. Patrick's Day Lynx course. Um, and you've also got now in Port New. There's been huge investment in, in redesigning those courses. So... Think about sort of getting off the beaten track if you're a little, if it's a second time visit. And then, of course, Northern Ireland, well, you've got Royal Port Rush, you've got Royal County Down, and of course, you've got other links courses like Ardglass, which is a, a fantastic course. I know, Anne, you love that one. Um, and you've got Castle Rock, and you've got Port Stewart up, up on the North Coast. So there's, I would say, focus on two regions. Don't try and overdo it. Um, so you get to enjoy the golf, but you also get to enjoy the 19th hole. And I think that's what makes a golfing vacation island so special. It's about the golf, world-class, naturally, um, but it's also about the, the, the hospitality in that famous 19th hole. And the crack, right? C-R-A-I-C. The crack, <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you qualified that, exactly. It's that fun Which, and which means good and fun in, in Ireland. <laughs> good fun. Yes, it does, and, it does. And, and there's plenty of that around. And another reason, um, you know, there's such variety of accommodations in Ireland. You can stay in castles, you can stay in manors, there are affordable hotels and B&Bs. That, that, there's so many options as far as accommodations go. Absolutely. There's something for you know, every style of traveler, every budget. Uh, and again, um, I think with careful planning, depending upon uh, which regions you decide to, to target, um, you can, of course, book it yourself. But I would, uh, I would certainly recommend um, dealing with, with one of the specialist golf tour operators because they can save you a lot of time and hassle uh, and they make it sort of turnkey for you. Um, but yes, lots of great accommodation options and of course lots of great 
um, places to eat as well. And that's something that uh, some people don't always realize in Ireland, that the culinary offering now is, can rival anywhere in Europe. There's been a huge focus on and developing our culinary offerings. So great food wherever you stay, whether you're staying in some of the five-star castles, whether you're staying in B&Bs or some of the, the smaller hotels, wherever you go, you will get a good uh, culinary experience. There's a real commitment to using local ingredients and, and producing local dishes. Oh, absolutely. Rory, our fearless leader in Ireland this past week, took us to some incredible <laughs> restaurants. And we, we every meal just was unbelievable. So um, the culinary certainly is, is worth mentioning as well. Uh, let's talk about some of the championships that Ireland will be hosting. In the near future, we have the Irish Open, which I talked about briefly in my intro, uh, September 6th and 9th at the K Club in Kildare. And I understand that they actually are going to be hosting the Irish Open there in 2025 and 2027 as well. So um, it's a That's big right. commitment yes. for this uh, Arnold Palmer design. It is, yes. Um, so as you said, it's going to be held in 25 and 2027. 20, Other tournaments, obviously, we're hosting the uh, the Ladies Irish Open, which is the, the KPMG Irish Open at Dromoland Castle. Um, so that's at the end of end of August, 31st of August, the 3rd of September. Uh, and I think that's a, a really interesting one for us as, as a ladies uh, golf game really grows, and also Ireland's sort of profile within that with, with golfers such as Leona Maguire doing extremely well on the PGA Tour, also uh, Stephanie Meadow. Uh, so that's another tournament. Of course, the big one is the Open Championship coming back to Royal Court Rush in 2025. Very excited about that, following the success of the 2019 Open. And I think in 2019, that really sort of re-established Port Rush, put them back on the uh, on the map as, as being a world-class course and back in the rotation. So to see it come back so soon is, is, is really testament to the success of that. And then as we fall, fast forward to 2027 again, we have uh, the Ryder Cup back in Ireland at uh, Adair Manor in County Limerick. So lots happening. The world's uh, eyes will be on Ireland, uh, on the golf courses as well as the golfers. Just so many huge events there, as you mentioned, Irish Women's Open at Dromolin Castle, which is a, just an incredible luxury property. And the golf course underwent a two million pound uh, upgrade prior to the, their hosting the 2022 tournament. And uh, they're doing more renovations um, ahead of this 2023 event. And as you mentioned, Leona McGuire, she will be playing. And boy, what uh, a last couple of years Leona McGuire has had. Um, then you mentioned the uh, Open Championship at Royal Port Rush. What a great venue for the Open Championship, and and what a great testament, Allison, that you know they play they played it there in 2019, and they're going to be hosting again in 2025. That that's not too too not too many years in between. So great uh, testament to how well the club and the area really handled the Open Championship, right? Absolutely, and, and plans are very much underway now for the 2025 game. Uh, and I think what is also interesting is with that, uh, we're seeing a lot of new hotels opening up around that sort of Causeway coastal area up around Port Rush, uh, new investment in accommodation. So um, they'll be well able to accommodate more uh, international visitors wanting to uh, um, take in the tournament. But it was a great success. And, and I think it was also, I mean, that the whole of the island of Ireland embraced it too. So not only did we have international you know, uh, visitors there, but it was, it was a huge, um, a hu- huge turnout. And of course, 2019 was, was obviously, um, it was, it was capped off with an Irish winner with Shane Lowry winning. So, um, uh, there's always a lot of pressure on the Irish golfers when, when the Open is played, played, uh, on the island of Ireland. And of course, there's always a lot of pressure on the Irish golfers at their, obviously their home, their home tournament. And, and it's great that Rory, as you mentioned, uh, the, the Irish Open is coming up 
the Horizon Irish Open at uh, the K Club. He will be back he's, uh, to play. Um, and for some of your listeners out there, they may rem- might remember that Rory won the Irish Open back in 2006 at the K Club. So he, of course he knows very well. And you mentioned the uh, Ryder Cup at Adair Manor in 2027, not too far away. And, oh, my gosh, what a venue Adair Manor is. I, I went there. I, you know, know the Canes, the Irish-American family who they lived in New Jersey, and they owned the manor and, and then hired Robert Trent Jones uh, Sr. to design the course originally. And it was an, a gorgeous parkland layout. And then... Uh, J.P. McManus, you know, one of the wealthiest men in Ireland, he bought it and had Tom Fazio redesign it. And they call it the Augusta National of Ireland. I mean, it is so pristine and so perfect that uh, nothing is out of place on that golf course there. And it's a five-star castle property as well. Just incredible, a dear manor. Yeah, it's fantastic, and it, it really has sort of, with all of that investment that you talked about, it really has sort of propelled, I think, Adair Manor uh, to global recognition as, as a, you know, as, as a, a, a great host for tournaments such as the Ryder Cup, and also worth pointing out that its accessibility to Shannon Airport, I mean, provides a wonderful gateway to the Southwest, whether you're coming to the Ryder Cup or you're just coming to play golf uh, in the Southwest, I mean, um, it, it's Shannon offers a great opportunity to take in Adair, but also other courses such as La Hinch, Dunberg, you know, Ballybunion, Waterville, and Chalice. So I know that's important to golfers. Shannon is a great gateway for the Southwest uh, and the West as a whole, um, including Adair. Tour and direct flights from JFK to both Shannon and Dublin airports, right? Yes, uh, Shannon, uh, you've, this, this year we have access from New York, Boston, and Chicago. And uh, we hope, obviously, to see that access improve as we, as we move into 24 and 25. But pretty good access right now. Um, and, of course, lots of direct air access from 16 gateways across the United States um, into Dublin. So, again, Dublin is um, it's a great road from Dublin right across the middle to, to Galway. And you can go north or south on the Wild Atlantic Way. Or, of course, you can head south of Dublin or north of Dublin. So um, the, the golfing regions of Ireland are all very accessible. Yeah, and it's actually faster to fly from JFK to Ireland than it is to fly from JFK to Los Angeles. It's it's a quicker That's flight. That's right. Oh, way more brag availability. Way more brag availability. <laughs> <laughs> Depending upon what your viewpoint is. If you're a golfer, yes. Maybe um, for other things, maybe not. I don't know. But yes, you're absolutely right. Um, the ease and, uh, and convenience of access is obviously critical. And before I let you go, Alison, I wanted to talk about just the caliber of golfers to come out of Ireland is so unique for a small country, you know, from Paul McGinley, Darren Clark, Graham McDowell, Rory McIlroy, Shane Lowry, Seamus Power, Leona McGuire, as you mentioned. Um, why do you think that's the case that Ireland has produced so many top professional players? It's a great question, and it's a question I, I get asked quite a lot. Um, I think, firstly, there's a really strong golfing structure in Ireland. Um, so the, the Golfing Union of Ireland uh, recently branded itself actually as Golf Island, um, they're the body that minister golf north and south. So golf is played at a junior level, you know, around the island of Ireland. So you would have had, like, Rory McIlroy playing with, with Shane Lowry, for example. But at junior level, I mean, amateur events are played on, on some of the, the great links courses, I mean, uh, that Ireland has from an early age. And there's huge investment in the, in, in, in the junior game. So if you're, you know, you're a junior and you're showing promise and you've got talent, um, you're going to be fed into the system. And I think um, that, that plays a big role and then you have this opportunity, if you come through that system, to represent your province first. It could be Ulster or Munster, depending on where you're from. And then if you come through that 
sort of system, um, you will then obviously have the opportunity, you know, to play for Ireland at an amateur level. So I think that's a that, that's a that's a fundamental reason um, why we why we we have so many golfers for such a small destination. There's a good golfing structure there. Uh, it's very organised, and there's a significant investment in that. And you know, the the, the the ladies game or the girls game is follows a similar kind of approach. Um, perhaps you know has not been as as, as de- well developed in the in the past, but again is is coming on leaps and bounds. So I think this is structure around it. Plus uh, the great golf courses and and uh, juniors get to play those golf courses from a very early age. Absolutely, and it's so accessible to everyone. I mean, it's kid friendly, female friendly, juniors naturally kind of pick up the sport when they're young and uh, even if you want to if a visitor wants to play a private course over there you know it's just a matter of a tour operator or somebody just making the connection and they're very welcoming to non-members that's which right. I think is so different than over here so well I think that's a very very good point I think it's you know that's the other point after make it's a very inclusive game I mean it's not um, you know I suppose it's it's not as such an elitist game as it can be in some countries. It's an inclusive game, um, and you know, schoolboys you know, they get to get they go out and play in their summer holidays and think, and it's very accessible. And there's lots of great golf, and it, it's you know, it's affordable. So that is obviously plays a big part. Plus, I think you know, at the end of the day, the Irish just love sport in general. So uh, and golf's a big part of that. But um, and the great outdoors. So I think that that plays a part. But to your point, it's accessible, and for overseas golfers. You're absolutely right. The private, you know, the private clubs open up, you know, their their tea, tea sheets to uh, visiting golfers at a number of tea times throughout the the season. And uh, yes, you can go direct, or uh, a great way in is through the tour operators, who obviously um, have have access to to those. Always a pleasure, Alison Metcalf. Thanks so much for joining us, and I uh, hope to visit with you again soon. Okay, and thanks very much. Thanks so much. All right, coming up, Taryn Byrne of Club Choice Ireland, a tour operator. He focuses on the southeast of Ireland. He will join us in a few minutes to talk about some of the top golf destinations in and around Dublin. But first, let me tell you, as the brand ambassador for Ivy Cole, I can attest to the high-quality, performance-driven leisure apparel line that is perfect to wear on and off the course. Not only does the moisture sensor fabric keep me cool on the links, Ivy Cole garments also feature UPF 50 plus sun protection. All this plus a wide variety of colorful and stylish silhouettes in tops, shorts, pants, skorts, and dresses. And men can choose from any styles as well. Look your best, protect your skin. IB Cool. Learn more at IBKUL.com. It's Talking Golf with Ann Liguori on the fan. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Talking Golf with Ann Liguori. And we continue on our Irish golf theme and welcome in Tyrannan Byrne of Club Choice Ireland. Tyrannan is a tour operator in the southeast of Ireland and joins us now. Hey, Tyrannan, welcome to Talking Golf. Hey, Ann, how are you doing? Good morning to you. Good morning to you. And where exactly are you right now? I am going to get a sneaky round of golf in this afternoon, Anne. Um, I'm actually on my way to the European Club, which I know you know well. Oh, my gosh. We had a, just an incredible <laughs> time at the European Club. Just spectacular. Give Pat Ruddy our best, the former Irish uh, sports writer turned course designer. Unbelievable that he designed and owns that golf course. Yeah, yeah, and a character to boot. So I'll, I'll tell him you said hello. So now all the regions in Ireland just have outstanding links and parkland courses to play. Uh, but as 
Allison Metcalf kind of advised in our first segment, it's probably best when you're planning a trip over there to, to pick one or at the most two different regions. Otherwise, you know, you're driving all over the place and there's just so many courses to experience in each region. So tell us about the southeast of Ireland, that region, Tiernan. Um, well, look, thanks for having me on. Um, so the, the east and southeast is a region that, that we would look after for all our incoming guests. And we're very lucky in that it is blessed with some of probably the world's best links and also some stunning parkland resort courses. Um, if, if the, from a geography point of view, you're talking about Dublin being on the very east coast. So from kind of an hour north of Dublin down to kind of two hours south, we have some trophy courses that you'll be familiar with, the likes of a Port Marnock, um, the K Club, you'll have Royal Dublin, the Island, the European Club, Mount Juliet, which just hosted our Irish Open two years in a row. And the accessibility into Dublin Airport is a big factor because you can land in Dublin Airport and within 40 minutes you can be hitting your first tee shot. Um, and then the variety of courses that we'll have here uh, on the east and the southeast region as well is, is something we're very proud of. Um, when you when you look actually at the country of Ireland, we've got over 400 courses, and I know you've 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 played a good few of them. And about 50% of the top 100 courses in Ireland sit within our our east and southeast region. So it's got something for everybody. Um, so when we are when we're speaking to, to the customers who are thinking about coming into Ireland, like Alison said, we're trying to we're trying to make sure we tailor their trip to suit their time, their budget, you know, their their abilities, uh, whether it's their first time to the country, whether they're the regular visitors, um, and not all courses suit everybody. And 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 luckily in this part of the country, we've got a we've got a great range of golf, uh, and and in, in terms of pricing point as well. Um, it's something there for everybody. Right. So you ask a couple questions, you know, to the group that's coming over, and then based on you know their level or their interests, you can custom make a uh, put together a trip perfectly for that particular group, men and women, different golf abilities, etc. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's that's the fun part from from my side is that you you know you spend the first probably two to three conversations via or email or Zoom getting to know the group and the people that, that are coming over so that um, any good tour operator is, 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 is building the tour to suit the customer, not to, to try and shoehorn in a particular course or a region. And, and those, those, those initial conversations is where you get to find out, well, look, what kind of courses are going to suit, what kind of travel times they're interested in. Um, you know, we, we, we had a group last week, and, you know, there were, there were 36 holes a day, all the bucket list top trophy clubs, um, doing a lot of just seeing golf courses and bedrooms, and that's about the size of it. And then we've uh, we just said goodbye to a group this morning of of, uh, of eighteen from Hilton Head, and they were much more relaxed tour. Um, they did some heritage stuff, some cultural stuff, a bit of food in there. Um, they probably played maybe only four rounds of golf in their seven days. So either end of the spectrum is possible, but. That's where those conversations at the beginning are so important because you want to make sure that the tour you're, you're putting together for the group is, is the right one and it fits them. Boy, those 36 hole a day guys <laughs> and ladies, that's intense. But you know, I, 
I, you know, I'm, we took a day to go sightseeing. We saw the Hookhead Lighthouse, which yeah. is the oldest operational lighthouse in the world, which dates back to the 13th century. I mean, I love my lighthouses, but this one dates back to the 13th century, which is incredible. And then we also went to the, the Dunbrody Famine tri- uh, ship, yeah. which is a you know, very sad history of the millions of Irish who perished during the potato famine in the 1840s and you know the story of you know that just the treacherous ship excursions across the Atlantic for thousands of Irish and so many Irish perished during that journey so all that history to me I think is important to see but again if you're a golfer and you just want to play golf you can you can custom make those kind of trips or if you want to you know play 18 holes a day and then maybe take a day or two to go sightseeing you can organize that as well yeah and it's well I love my golf um I, I'm a bit big advocate for 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 showing off Ireland when you're here. Um, it's we try and it, that is not just a golf tour; it's more of a golf Irish experience, so that you do take some time to go see some of those sites because you're in what we call as Ireland's ancient east, and and just just the history that we have in this neck of the woods here, it shouldn't be just forgotten. You know, you could you could you could just drive from golf course to hotel for seven days and you could just pass you by. Um, so we would, we, we like to try and build in a bit of that when we, when we can. So whether it be the afternoon or maybe just taking a full day of just doing some, some, some soft sightseeing or excursions, we get, we have some personalized tour guides that work with us and they just bring it all to life. Um, and then the, another important part actually in terms of building the tour that we've, we've learned from our experience is don't be afraid to, to schedule in some downtime. You know, give 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 people a, an afternoon off or an evening off just to to find their feet and explore the towns or the or the city they're staying in, um, so that it's not all scheduled out in front of you. You know, go get lost in in the likes of Wexford Town. Like I, I know you you didn't. If you end up in a pub, you end up in a pub van. There's no fault in that. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. The pub crawl and just walking <laughs> around those little villages to me is so important. And I love driving around. Ireland and a lot yeah. of you have to be pretty brave to drive the roads over there if you know you're driving on the opposite side of the the road with the steering wheel on the opposite side in the car and you have to be pretty alert and pretty experienced but you also you know obviously have coaches with drivers and for people who don't want to drive you don't have to worry about that yeah. right No yeah and like we we do we get the 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 kind of the fours and eights who who are brave enough or maybe done it before and they'll We'll, we'll we'll hire a couple of rental vans for them, um, and they'll go off, and they'll, they they I suppose have a little bit more flexibility um, in, in where they go and what they see and do. Our our core business, particularly from from the the North American groups that are coming in, is that we'll have a we'll have a private coach with with, with guide to accompany them around because um, you you've seen those on the small roads. Those guys are good at what they do when they're taking those corners, um, <laughs> and they. Uh, they they add a bit to it as well, you know, because uh, they they're not just driving a coach or driving a bus. They're they're part of the tour, you know. They they let people know what they're seeing out the windows as they make it from the golf course to the hotel or where it might be, and they're they're a big part of it as well, you know. So you've got to make sure you're working with with good people, um, because ultimately they're they're you know your your clients are in their hands as well. Um, but Ireland is Ireland. Ireland's a small it's a small country, you know. So when 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 we're bringing our groups around. We, we try not to have anything more than kind of a 90-minute drive between certain points. You know, we, we, we just want to kind of build a tour so that you're not, you're not 
sitting on a bus for too long. You know, you're here to experience the place, so we want you out of there and either playing golf or in the pub or eating something nice or, you know, traveling through town. Yeah, and, and you know, the courses are close to each other, and you, just when you think you've played the most beautiful, incredible course, you know, uh, 20 minutes down the road is something more spectacular. So uh, as I was mentioning to Alison Metcalf, there is an abundance of riches, uh, you know, as far as golf and, and history and, and culture and culinary. And I like your advice, Tiernan, of you know, having downtime. Allow yourself some downtime because going into the pubs and listening to the Irish music and one of my favorite stories to share is, you know, I go to Doombag often as a, a, an original member at Doombag Golf Club. And, and, you know, I'd go into the pubs there. And in one pub, you, you know, Patrick would be sitting in the same stool every night I'd go there. He'd be there. And, and um, you know, I'd go in and, and then requested him. He has a, an incredible voice and requested him to sing Oh, Danny Boy for me. And, and he got up. And when you, you have a singer in Ireland that, that you know, he, he, they get up and sing. The entire rest of the pub is silent and gives that there. that singer, that performer, you know, the respect to sing. And oh my God, this guy has the voice of an angel. And I had tears. He had tears coming down his face just singing the song. And he brought me to tears. And it, it was just those memories, that culture, and you know, the uh, the music and everything that goes along with your yeah. visit to Ireland. I think is so important to enjoy as well as the golf. Yeah, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. And those, they're kind of spontaneous. They, you know, it, it's kind of when you do get lost and you find yourself in just one of our one of our small little pubs and bars, and and a guy will break out a tin whistle or a, you know, a, a accordion, and and you know something will just special will spark and happen. And you know, it, it's it is part of our culture. We're very proud of it. We don't take it for granted. Um, and it, you know, there's no, it can't be contrived or, or manufactured. That that something like that's just a natural part of uh, of Ireland, and and it's uh, it's it's great to see it still alive and doing well in in our towns and villages. And and they love they love seeing the visitors come in and taking part and enjoying it with them, um, because that's what we're doing. It you know, we like to show off that side of our culture. Well, I really enjoyed playing your home course on Friday, Rosley. They're very proud of yeah. you over there, Tiernan Byrne. Thank you so much for sharing some of your insight to the southeast of Ireland. Uh, golf in Ireland's ancient east, as you say in your brochure. Yeah. And uh, definitely check it out at clubchoiceireland.com. Thanks so much, Tiernan Byrne, and hope to see you again soon. Thanks, Anne. Talk to you soon. My thanks to Tiernan Byrne, to Allison Metcalf of Tourism Ireland, and to Ed Erzuman in the studio. Talking Golf with Anne Ligoria is brought to you by Ivy Cole Luxury Athleisure Apparel for Men and Women, featuring the exclusive Icefill Cooling technology along with UPF 50 Plus Sun Protection. Visit IBKOL.com to learn more. Hey, stay tuned for Mark Malusis, and looking forward to visiting with you again soon next Sunday morning right here on Talking Golf with Anne Ligoria.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.